Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. And when it burns, it puts out absolutely no carbon. It's like water, and I guess it smells like you're making French fries. Class is in. Rock School Radio Show, and we're complete once again. Welcome back, Monique. Thanks. How's the Glad kid? Glad to be back. Um, he's still a little sick, and I got a little bit. My husband's got a little bit. You know. I was going to say, it sounds like you live in the Petri dish that is the, the early days of school. Oh, yes. Yeah, you don't uh, You don't sound like it's going to be a good week for you. No. I'll make it through. I'll make it through. I still believe the cure for most, uh, what do you call it, incurable diseases, Ebola and all that kind of stuff, is going to come out of the arm of a 72-year-old woman who taught second grade her entire <laughs> life because there is literally no disease that that woman has not gone through yeah. and has the you know what do you call what's the system that stops diseases from coming into your system that she must have the ability to ward off absolutely <laughs> everything oh, yeah. that could come at her. So I, that's, I know for a fact is going to happen because when my kids first came to me, mm-hmm. I was sick literally for six months. It never quit. Mm-hmm. I wanted to just jump off a cliff after a well, while. And I told you last week, I was like, don't they hit a certain age where they stop getting sick like no. this? No. No, no they, they just really keep don't. finding new and impressive ways of, of coming home with viruses. Oh, and yeah. what's fun is my wife works in the medical field. So mm-hmm. not only... Am I sick? Is the kid sick? She has all of her books out. You know, anybody in the medical field <laughs> has books galore. She's got the books out. Oh, look, he's got this. And then we have the virus, you know, in, in huge <laughs> pictures. Is it, is it really yellow and pink like that inside of his body? Can't we just go after yeah. the yellow and pink ones? Mm-hmm. Ooh, yuck. Well, welcome back. Thanks. Last week, I talked about airplanes. I listened. Right? It's how rock stars got around. Mm-hmm. This week, we're going to talk about another way rock stars get around. Have you ever been on a tour bus? Um, do you count local bands? Yeah, I interviewed some of the guys from Bag of Donuts, and I got on their tour bus, which mm-hmm. was, you know, really just a travel trailer that they had sort of put a giant bag of donuts on the side. Right. So, and... and was really nice, but a tour bus, tour bus, one of those that one no. of the major groups have been on. Mm-mm. The only way I can say that I've been on one is I went to one of those RV things. You know, it's the yeah. great RV show at the what have you conference center, right? And there they had one that was outfitted. They that's what they were pushing. They said gotcha. this is a rock star. You know, but it wasn't for someone specific. No, no. It was something that they would rent. And Mm -hmm. that was their whole purpose. It was to make you come over, see what they could do, and then they'd sell you something else. Right. It was the bait to bring you in. Right. It was gorgeous. (laughs) It was gorgeous. But I can't imagine living... Oh, no. It would drive me insane after a while. So what I did is I talked about tour buses, research tour buses. How much Mm -hmm. does it cost? How does it work? How are you supposed to act on a tour bus? (laughs) And that's what we're going to talk about today right here in Rock School. Well, we got to play something. So here's the who. Magic bus. (laughs) Look at that. It's pure radio here on Rock School.
Okay, coming out of the who here on Rock School, we again failed to mention our sponsor for this month, Mariners Downtown Hammond. Once again, you're the kicking chicken person, and I like the black and blue burger. Yeah. How long have they been in downtown Hammond? I think over 30 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They're, they're kind of a staple in Hammond. Supremely popular, too. I literally drive past them. I know this sounds like I'm making this up because I'm a radio guy, you know, <laughs> but I, I literally drive past them every single day mm-hmm. from school back to my home, and mm-hmm. it's every day there is always a packed patio oh yeah but you should see when they have the live music i think it's thursday night oh i see them yeah i see them i don't go home until five or six o'clock but there it is and it's Mm -hmm. one of those well do i really need to go home to my family (laughs) maybe i'll stop here let's talk about tour buses it says here that a tour bus is sort of an overriding term that's just an encompasses anything that's along with a bunch of wheels on the bottom of it it's actually a sleeper bus or a sleeper coach larger touring groups will actually use multiple of them u2 and bon jovi has been using up to eight wow on tour but the band rarely uses them. Really? The band flies. The mm-hmm. tour bus is for all of those that support. Uh-huh. you, you got to remember, U2, I believe, now holds the record for the most stuff <laughs> You know, on a tour. Van Halen used to make a point that they carried more stuff than anybody else. There was a person mm-hmm. on staff that did it. But I believe U2 now has the record for the most stuff on tour. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff requires people. Right. Thus, you can only sleep X number of people on a tour bus. And I found all of these, you know, some sleep six, some sleep eight, depending on how you cram it in. Could you, can you get make more it on. in a bus with six to eight people? That's the problem. That's why later on I have Duff McKagan's uh-huh. uh, rules for living on a bus. <laughs> I'm sure if you follow them, it stops a lot of fist fights. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. The bus that most people use these days are what are known as a splitter bus. You ever heard of a splitter bus? I have not. A splitter bus is a bus that has has a bulkhead, i.e. A, a wall that goes literally to the roof down to the floorboard, right. halfway up the van. So what happens is they're normally made by Mercedes-Benz. Up at the front's all the sleeper areas, and in the back, mm-hmm. that's where they carry gear. Oh, okay. So it's it's compacting, 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 rather than carrying along more secondary you know, machines to do it. Right. So you have this splitter bus where the front part you sleep, the back part all equipment. equipment, that kind of thing. Okay. And also, it says here, tour buses start usually as reconditioned Greyhound buses. Oh. And the average cost to buy one is $530,000. Then the upgrades <laughs> and the customization begins. Right. And that's when they hit millions upon millions. If you want. Right. I, I saw something with Genesis one time, and it was one of those you know DIY shows. Mm-hmm. What does it cost? And the guy was working on Genesis's, is that how you say it? <laughs> Their bus. And it was one of those where they were just, okay, we need marble here. We need this here. And the money just went and went. Oh, and yeah. Went and I'm went. sure. If you're going to be in it and you have it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Allman Brothers, Lord, I was born a rambling man on my tour bus. I love that one. You're on Rock School. Talking uh, tour buses here on Rock School. How much? 
How millions, much? Right. millions. Right. We've already talked about the fact that if you want to buy one, and mm-hmm. seldom do bands buy one. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you want to buy one, they start five hundred and thirty thousand dollars. At least my sources say this. You know, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know from buses. Right. So I'm literally relying on only my sources today. According to yet more sources that I found, diesel is the most common bus that you can buy. A diesel engine, right. However, natural gas buses and biofuel buses are becoming more and more popular. The problem is you have to find places that will then, as you're on the road, sell you natural gas and sell you biodiesel. Right. Right. Those are the problems. It says here natural gas buses can pump up the cost of just a regular bus Mm -hmm. up to $675,000. Wow. Okay, where did I get that? Chicago Transit Authority has purchased a slew of them. That's Mm -hmm. what they paid for it. And again, that's before you start all the customization and all of that. Mm -hmm. Biodiesel fuels can push the price even higher because it's not just the replacement of the engine. Mm -hmm. It's the entire, you know, everything from the engine out the back. Right. You know, you have all of that has to be replaced. According to RoadhouseCoach.com and also CJStarBuses.com, how much does it cost? Okay. The general rental rate schedule went like this. May 1st through October 31st, $390 per day to rent one. Okay. Per day. Now, that doesn't seem terrible. No. No. Mm-hmm. But we're not... It, again, I didn't get what kind of bus that is. They were very secretive. They simply put up a quick little thing, <laughs> which I'm sure gets you in there, and then they go crazy. Right. It's as, you know, as well they should. But I'm sure if you want, they'll sell you the bus that's $390 a day. Great. There it is. But wouldn't you really rather have this one over here? Right. November through April 30th, it goes down to $375 per day. And that includes unlimited mileage. But you're responsible for the care and maintenance of mm-hmm. the of the bus. So you want a bus? There you go. Do we know why it's a little bit cheaper during those times? I'm assuming because they don't have as many people wanting buses. And in order to pull you into their company, we're going to drop the price a little bit. Gotcha. So there you go. If you want one, you got it. Roy Clark, thank God and Greyhound. (laughs) <laughs> you know, you, you look for songs that fit the topic. And I haven't heard this one. This is what you get here on Rock School. Thank you. That is a beautiful song. However, it's not the most beautiful song I ever recorded. And I'd like to do that one for you now. Because this next song, without a doubt, is the most in-depth, most beautiful love song ever written. Uh- Coming into the first break here on Rock School, tour buses. Mm-hmm. When you think tour bus, does any one artist jump to mind because of tour bus? Actually, it does. Britney. Oh, Britney, really? Yeah. Britney Spears? Yes. Really? What do you know about her tour bus? I, I know nothing, but I imagine that it's got a lot of bling. Oh, I would think so. I would a think so. A lot of bling. Yeah, and I'm thinking the Miley Cyrus thing. I have something about Miley Cyrus in this. One yeah. of her tour buses uh, crashed killing the driver. And we're Mm going to talk about that tour bus crashes a little later on. But Willie Nelson's the one that always pops into my mind. You know, like a band of gypsies, we go down the highway. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. his big thing was that you know he's extremely environmental conscience right. and all of that. Uh, he is running on biodiesel. If I can find it here, uh, it says here it's a fuel made up of soybean and vegetable oil, and when it burns, it puts out absolutely no carbon. It's like water, and I guess it smells like you're making French fries when the thing <laughs> burns. But again, my question is. How do you, as you're driving down the road, let's say he's going from Dallas to, you know, pick a place, Oklahoma Mm -hmm. City. Okay, you get there. You're then moving on to Fargo, North Dakota. Where along the way do you buy a biodiesel fuel made up of soybeans and vegetable oils? I'm wondering if they have their own, if they bring it with. That just seems so cost ineffective to even do something like that. Yeah, the name of the bus that he rides is called Bio Willie. That's at least what it says <laughs> you here. You love Willie Nelson. Yeah. You totally do. And it says here he goes an average of 135,000 miles per year. Wow. Yep. And apparently gets busted a lot for pot. Says here he got nailed in Louisiana with 1.5 pounds. I remember that. Pounds, Monique. I remember that. Pounds. Well, you know, if you. If you have that much pot in the car, wouldn't you want your your truck to smell like I French guess. fries? Yeah, Interstate 10 is when he got nailed. Oh, he also had mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't very long ago, was it? No, that's fantastic. And from what I understand, and I may be wrong about this, from what I understand, when the cop came on, Willie's reaction was, well, son, you got us. <laughs> he didn't he did. fight, didn't do anything. Yeah. Pay the fine, move along. <laughs> radio Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. Thanks for running the radio show. KR. FY, Sandpoint, Idaho. Hi, guys. You bet. Get us on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show. Every Thursday, I put up trivia and a bunch of other stuff and tell you where you can get all the podcasts and things like that. So like us. You really like us. Back in a minute on Rock School. Rock Coming out of the first break, who is Duff McKagan? He's either the guitarist or the bassist for Guns N' Roses. Bassist. Good for you. Excellent. Strings are involved somewhere. Well, you know, he's not anymore. I don't believe he plays with Axl Rose's version of it. No, I don't think so. No, no, no. So he was. Let's go with was. Fantastic. He created something called the Top 12 Tour Bus Rules and No-Nos. Oh, this should be great. What did I grab? One, two, three, four, five, six. I grabbed six of them because I have somebody else that does it as well. Here's just a couple for you. Number 12, pass butt to butt. Now, he used a different word. It rhymes <laughs> with the word pass, but pass butt to butt. Do not pass face to face. <laughs> he says does the. That, does that apply to both genders? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure it's concerning. It says here uh, butt to butt dog is called the technique, at least that's what they called it, when passing each other in tight quarters. No, this is not a yoga pose, kids. Uh, it can get a little too uh, mm, cute if one uh, suddenly turns around while you're doing the pass. <laughs> Create the pass as quickly as humanly possible. Get past it. You know you're going to touch. Nothing you can do. Just go. That's funny. Number 11. I shouldn't number them because I don't have them all. Uh, Personal hygiene. This is key. The first thing, breath. 
breath, breath, breath. Mm-hmm. Fix your breath. <laughs> you're you're in you're in tight quarters. Uh, stank butt, he also calls it, can lower morale <laughs> and kill an appetite. Uh, it says here a band does not need to eat, and stinky body odor from an orifice can kill one's will for nourishment as quickly as possible. So, and we'll do more of those. That's All right, fun. we mentioned Willie Nelson before the break. Here he is on Rock School. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. I love is making music with my friends and I can't wait to get on the road again All right, coming out of the man on the tour bus Willie Nelson and his biodiesel mm-hmm. okay in Hammond right now where would you buy biodiesel right, where okay New Orleans where would you buy biodiesel N- where yeah, I, don't I, I don't know either no idea whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sure if you're the tour bus driver, you know exactly where to get it. Yeah, probably map it all out before I you go. guarantee it. And you're probably right. It wouldn't surprise me if there wasn't secondary tanks oh, somewhere yeah, where you know we need an additional 200 miles just in case. And right. so there's an extra tank. And it's oil. You know, I wonder, does that stuff ignite? I know it's made out of soybean and all that kind of stuff. But if you threw a, ma- like if you threw a match at How diesel... I don't know. Can you light diesel with a match? I assume you can. Mm-hmm. Like you can light gasoline with a match. I don't know anything about this that stuff. That sounds like a None. project. Yeah, let's yeah, <laughs> let's try that. But can this biodiesel? If I threw a match on it, would it burn? I I, would I, have to I don't know. I this is this is where the emails come in. Dear Joe, don't talk about things you don't know about. We're, we're going to ask Dr. Lane. That's Dr. right. Lane. Ask her. Let's see what's going on. Now, like, yeah. the car guys out there are losing their mind. Dear Joe, shut up. <laughs> it is time for seven days, 70 seconds. Uh, these are the dates, May 5th all the way through May 11th, something that happened on all of these rock and roll dates in history. Mm-hmm. May 5 is Monday. I believe Monique has it. Go right ahead. May 5th, 1968, Buffalo Springfield split up Richie Fury, formed Poco, and Stephen Steels teamed up with David Crosby and Graham Nash in Crosby, Steels, and Nash. May 6, 2002. Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen was voted the UK's favorite single in an all-time poll by the Guinness Hit Singles Book. May 7th, 1983, Paul Weller unveiled his new group's Style Council at an anti-nuclear benefit gig in London. May 8th, 1965, the filming of the promotional film for Bob Dylan's Subterranean Homesick Blues took place at the side of the Savoy Hotel in London. That's the one where he's got all the signs. He's dropping the signs and the words Uh, are on his own. There, there you go. Got it. Mm -hmm. May 9th, 1975, Kiss, James Gang, and Rush all appeared at Ohio Northern University in Ada, Ohio. Advance tickets, $5. You know, that happened. Oh, yeah. Back in the 70s, before anybody made it, you know these kind of concerts happened all the time. Wow. Yep. I'm just too, you know, young for it. (laughs) May 10th, 1986, Motley Crue drummer Tommy Lee marries TV star Heather Locklear in a courtyard in Santa Barbara, California. And then May 11th, 1970, the triple soundtrack from Woodstock is released in the United States, going gold within two weeks. Okay, back to tour buses. Let me go back to uh, Duff McKagan's list here. He (laughs) states, know some history. Don't be the idiot on the bus. He says it's cool to know something about where you are. For instance, Dublin is in Ireland. Belfast is in Northern Ireland. Do not screw this up. 
I'm assuming something happened or he would not have brought up that specific fact. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Somebody said something while they were playing over there and National Pride got involved. And then he wrote here, broken fingers aren't good for guitar playing. So my guess is this was really something bad. Also, he says history is good tour bus or van conversation, too, as a bonus. Mm -hmm. And finally, I got two more actually after this, but finally for this break, shut it. Never miss uh-huh. an opportunity to keep your mouth shut. When you're talking to an audience, mm-hmm. boring them with your banter or regaling stories on a tour bus is really bad. Don't talk too much. And if two people are getting into it, your job is to get out of the way of oh, yeah. the train wreck. Let them handle it. Go away. Absolutely. That's a good, you know, never miss an opportunity to keep your mouth shut. Yep. Good, good thing. I should learn that. Uh, Holly's bus stop. Bus stop, wet day, she's there, I say, be shell my umbrella. Bus stop, bus go, she stay employed by all the she was mine. Talking tour buses here on Rock School. Now, tour bus, just Mm -hmm. as if there are plane crashes, there are tour bus crashes. Right. Right. Okay. According to this, Gloria Estefan, in 1990, during a snowstorm near Scranton, Pennsylvania, the tour bus was rammed from the back by a semi-truck. I remember that. Do you really? I do. Yeah. The pop singer suffered a spinal fracture. Surgeons Mm -hmm. had to implant titanium rods into her back. I remember after that happened, I think I was doing radio at the time, Mm -hmm. she made the statement or the joke that if they ever make a doll of me... Uh They have to put titanium rods in the back of the doll. Uh, Weezer, in 2009, Mm -hmm. these guys were en route from Boston to Toronto in December uh, when the back end of the bus containing lead singer River Cuomo and his wife and baby daughter hit a patch of black ice, sending the bus careening into the median over a guardrail, landing in a ditch. Wow, I didn't know about that one. Cuomo sustained the most injuries, three cracked ribs, and some minor internal injuries. Weezer was forced to cancel their remaining dates for the year as he recuperated. Wow. I suggest this a little earlier, Miley Cyrus in 2009, a tour bus carrying her lighting crew Mm -hmm. to a show in Virginia drifted off the road. You know, you say drifted off the road. I'm assuming, you know, you you drive all these miles, things happen. Right. You you become tired. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they would have drifted off the road, but it flipped over and it killed the driver. Cyrus was not in the caravan of crew buses and was Mm -hmm. miles away in Nashville when the accident occurred. Nine other people sustained minor injuries. Mm. Yeah, so, you know, bad things can happen. And the one we're going to play, in 1986, heavy metal legends Metallica were touring Europe. You know this one. I hear by the, Uh you know, the pull-in of air. Uh, They were supporting Master of Puppets. The band's bassist, Cliff Burton, was asleep in a coveted bunk. Mm -hmm. Apparently, this was the bunk that they played card games for. I gotcha. And whoever won got this bunk. Mm -hmm. When the band's bus lost control, flipped off the road in Sweden, Burton was thrown from the bunk with the tour bus landing on top of him. The rest of the band sustained only minor injuries. Burton died at the scene. Here is Metallica. Let's turn the page on Rockstar. On a long, lonesome highway East of Omaha 
Coming into the second break, do you by any chance, Monique, know of the band Baroness? No. You ever heard heard of them? them. No, I hadn't either before this. This was a bus crash. I should have done this in the last break, but I wanted to bring it up. This was a bus crash while they were touring in Europe. The bus flew over an embankment and slammed into the ground 30 feet below. Wow. I mean, the bus flew straight down 30 feet. The uh, front person for Baroness, John Baisley, I assume, B-A-I-Z-L-E-Y, Baisley, told a CBS local, that's how they put it, this was written obviously in the UK, I'm assuming that's a CBS affiliate, but a CBS local, says here, Baisley, quote, this is the closest I've ever come to dying without actually dying. I guess. He had to have his arms rebuilt. Two titanium plates, 20 screws, a foot and a half of wire, and nearly 50 staples to close a 15-inch incision to put it together. The band obviously had to cancel the remainder of the tour, and uh, this just happened last August. And uh, right now, they're sending a special thank you to all Baroness fans for their encouragement, support, while the guys recuperate, and they're going to go back out on tour. Wow. Could you crawl back into a tour bus after that? Never. You'd have to. Mm, you got to get from here to there. No. You can't just live in a hole. You know what I mean? (laughs) Ooh, scary. Okay, two more here from Duff McKagan. We'll wrap it up. Uh, Don't be a jerk if you're in a tour bus. Don't be a jerk. He says, life can be hard Mm -hmm. enough on the road with the mishaps that present themselves every single day. Do not be that guy who every time something goes wrong, it's your job to make a comment or turn it out you know, into the bigger thing. Right. And then finally, he says, number one, this is his number one rules for a tour bus, sleep, little baby, sleep. (laughs) If one of you is sleeping, then everything is off limits. This is sort of a rule in the bus. If you're sleeping, go away. Sleep is so hard to get that when you have it, everyone knows, leave that person alone. He or she must not be disturbed. They don't even play practical jokes. Just, if you're asleep... Right. Gone. So when you get the chance, sleep, little baby, sleep. Mm -hmm. Who do we got listening to us? KFOK in Sacramento, California. And also we're going to say hello to KLSU on the campus of uh, Louisiana University. Thank you so much for running the radio show. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Rock School is underwritten exclusive five three four five. Talking tour buses out of the second break here on Rock School. You know who Steve Cook is? I don't. Steve Cook. He is a bassist in Nashville, he is a man who you basically hire. I he gotcha. comes in, he plays in the studio, or you hire him to be out on tour with you. I mean, the guy's a okay. hired gun. Okay. He wrote a nice little piece here. How do you exist mm-hmm. on a bus? It's the Duff McKagan thing, but in much more narrative form. Let me tell you a couple things here. The driver is your best friend. A good one will keep the bus off the rumble strips. We'll let you get your eight hours of beauty rest. Cupcake. Even wrote cupcake in here. (laughs) He also keeps the bus clean inside and out because there is a lot of entertaining going on. And a clean bus looks nicer than a dirty one. And when you're on stage, he is at work. And it's nice when you come off stage, you've had your shower at the venue, you walk on the bus. It smells nice. Oh, yeah. He did all of that work. And to that end... 
If you arrive at the venue and there is only one hotel room ready when everyone arrives, mm -hmm. guess who gets it? The driver. Really? Oh, that's what he says at least. It's it's one of those things where as a band and as a crew, you sort of get together. Okay, look, if there's going to be one person that Paramount needs sleep, yeah. who is it? This guy's in charge of our lives. You got it for all those miles. So when we arrive, well, we only have one room. Bill? <laughs> up that's awesome couple ambient night night we'll see you you know when it's all over so that's his thought process uh it's lodi credence clearwater revival guess the bus broke down because you're stuck in lodi again in rock school Okay, last break here on Rock School, and we're going to finish up with some more from Steve Cook here. Some things you should do or some things you should follow when okay. you're on the bus. Okay. Mm -hmm. There is almost always, as he says, an unused bunk called the junk bunk Okay, for added comfort. He says, when you get there, try to steal a pillow <laughs> <laughs> or bring your own pillow. Yeah. Bring your own pillow if you can, because normally the pillows are not very nice. So oh, bring your own pillow, all that. Find a place on the junk bunk. Find a place on the junk bunk and put your stuff in there. Don't mm -hmm. put it in the common area. Oh, yeah. Right. Do everything you can to keep the common area as nice as possible. Nobody wants to trip over your shoes. Nobody wants to see your toothbrush hanging around. Yeah. Your stuff is your stuff. Keep it there. Okay. Have you ever heard of a grinder? Like a a grinder on a bus? No. No. A grinder on a bus is something that helps you when you go number two. <laughs> I it, was wondering if this it, was going to come up. Right. It gets the stuff out of there. His statement is, some buses have grinders that, well, grind it up. But even if the bus has it, the smell will find its way on the bus. That makes for very long, long rides. Uh -huh. He says, do everything you can to don't do anything on the bus except number one. <laughs> Only do number two if there is literally no chance whatsoever right. matter of fact he's been on some buses where they say you know it costs money to dump the toilets oh. and they've said you know hey look don't right because we don't want to pay for the dump charge let me give you another one here another rule if someone is in their bunk do not pull the curtain let them sleep mm -hmm. also do not bring on the bus people that aren't approved don't bring people on the bus you don't know. Mm -hmm. And then finally, some buses are called star coaches, meaning there is no back lounge, but rather a large bedroom for the artist to use. If that's the case, mm -hmm. realize your place. That's his room. That's her room. Right. Do not enter it unless you have permission. It's, it's probably a their only privacy. You got it. Leave it alone. So there you go. If you get a chance to ride on a tour bus, well, you're a rock star. And now you know, pass butt to butt. <laughs> that's how you do it. And that's going to wrap the whole thing up. We'll be back next week. I'm glad to see you're well again. Thanks. Or glad at to least, be back. Or at least you'll be sick, you know, for the week before the next recording. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry true. about that. We'll see you next week. Class is dismissed. Next up. <laughs>
Weird Al Yankovic, who first became known for his parodies of popular rock tunes in 1979 with his parody of a song done, uh, done by the Knacks, which was called My Sharoma, and uh, Weird Al rewrote it and called it My Bologna. It was recorded in the luxurious, state-of-the-art, acoustic-tile men's bathroom across from his college radio station because they wouldn't let him in the studio. Last September, Weird Al performed his newest parody.